Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I hope you are having a great day. Thanks so much for spending your time with me. I hope you see this as time spent to help you move forward and to take you and your life and your happiness and your health to the next level. And in the last episode of the podcast, I shared my thoughts about the appeal of a new diet, right? I totally get how thought-provoking it can be like, oh, well, maybe if I did that, I could get a jump start and fit into these jeans and really build some momentum. I know all the ways we talk ourselves into the things that really don't work long term. And I got a lot of emails from that episode from people who thought that it was one of the best episodes of the podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back just one episode, just the last episode that aired before this one. It's a short one, only about 10 minutes. And in that episode, I share two primary thoughts that I want you to consider if you're thinking about giving a go at the latest, greatest diet. First and foremost, and I've said this one a bazillion times, short-term strategies lead to short-term results, period, the end. So any diet that you intend to be something you do for a short amount of time, expect to really only sustain your results while you're doing that work. But the bigger part of that podcast is the why behind that last point. There are certain skills you need if you want to maintain your results and if you want to put this struggle, this battle, this obsession, this emotional weight behind you forever. It is not about what diet helps you lose weight the fastest. It's not about that at all. It's about whether or not you're building the skills you need for the rest of your life to maintain those results. You can't skip that and expect to end the struggle once and for all. You will continue to yo-yo diet until you decide, all right, it's time to build those essential skills, to do the work to do it once and for all. Because you can lose weight on any number of those crazy or trendy diets. That's not the point. The point is, do you have the skills needed to maintain those results that you fought so hard for? Yes or no? Today's episode, I want to take you through two things. What those skills are and how to build them. With my Fat Loss Fast Tracks, I take people through 12 weeks of step-by-step, one-week-at-a-time challenges to build these very skills while making progress towards your goals, but without dieting, without the rigid rule following so that we're not wasting any time. We're not building the skills without fat loss, but we're not achieving fat loss without building the skills either because both are a waste of time. That's where the magic is, where we can build the forever skills while we achieve the results we'll maintain forever because we built the skills. Now, there is a wait list 
available now for the January Fat Loss Fast Track. It's up on primalpotential.com underneath the Transformation Tools tab if you want to get on that wait list. But let's not wait for just today. Let's talk about four of those skills you need to build. And then I'm going to, after I go through the four, I'm going to share some specific examples of how you can build those skills now, how you can practice, how you can build that base starting today. And these four, these are the skills you're going to have to build if you want to reach and maintain your goals without constantly being consumed by the effort to fight the battle, win the battle, and move on from it once and for all. So the first thing that you've got to master is thinking before you act versus being owned by impulse or driven by emotion. This first thing we're thinking about, this first thing we're trying to master is I think before I make decisions and I am not dominated by, my actions are not dictated by impulses, habits, or emotions. Because no matter what diet you try, no matter how fast you lose those 20 pounds, if your objective is to keep the results that you get, you've got to learn to think before you act. And many of us are in a place where we just respond and then we think about it afterwards, we beat ourselves afterwards, we wish we had done something differently only afterwards. And it's not that we aren't capable of thinking before we act. It's that we haven't practiced it yet, right? We do this in so many other areas of our lives, like our jobs, right? We think before we act in our work. We don't feel owned by impulse or driven exclusively by emotion in our jobs. We hold our tongues when we need to. We work through emotion. We don't just pout and throw a fit and go home and say, we'll start again the next day. We make good decisions even when we don't want to or it's not easy because we've trained ourselves we trained ourselves to do that primarily by understanding what's at stake and thoroughly understanding what happens if we don't, if we don't control our emotions, if we don't curb our impulses or our habits, right? When we want to stay home, even though we're tired, we understand that we want our job and our paycheck more. And if we smart off or we just don't show up, well, we're not going to have those things. We haven't practiced thinking that way enough when it comes to our body, our food choices, our fitness, and our health. There's no getting around that. That's a skill you're going to have to learn if you want to win the battle once and for all and put it behind you and maintain your success. So I'll talk through the how of practice once I get through all four of these. The second skill that you have to learn is how to live in the middle. It's a skill you have to master, this not being either on or off right? Not being either totally restricting or completely overindulging. Because for as long as you operate as on or off, that means the battle never ends. And you're caught up in the emotion of being frustrated and exhausted by trying or frustrated and exhausted by avoiding, by overindulging. And then you're never at peace and you never develop the confidence in your ability to navigate tough situations. And you wish for this middle, but you haven't done the work to create it. You can't feel good about indulging when you don't live in the middle, right? When you're in this on-off extreme or not extreme approach, you can't ever feel good about indulging, but you also don't feel great about making good choices that are aligned with your goals because, because this notion of being on or off means you can't have both, right? 
Living in the middle means learning how to indulge and learning how to not indulge, both without guilt and both without surrendering your goals or surrendering your favorite things. And chances are you know how to do this in other areas of your life. You just haven't practiced it enough with food or your health or your body. You know how to enjoy nights out without shirking all of your responsibility and sleeping all days, right? You know how to splurge on a special purchase without totally blowing your budget. So most of us have mastered this in some area of life, and now we just have to practice it related to our health, our body, food, fat loss, whatever else. And we'll talk about the how in just a couple of minutes. The third thing you're going to have to master, the skill set you need that a diet can't teach you is how to stop procrastinating, right? I want you to master how to make choices for today and not delay what you could do today because of what you might do tomorrow or might not do tomorrow. This habit of delay and deferral, it's not one that you can carry with you and maintain your results, right? It's one you have to overcome so that you cannot fight this battle for the rest of your life. You have to become a today person. You have to break the habit of being a tomorrow person, a next week person, a Monday person, a first of the year person, or an after the holidays person. And then the fourth thing is you have to learn how to pay attention to you, to your body, to what works for you versus having your eyes fixed on someone else's plan or program. You have to know the answers to the questions and care deeply about the questions. What makes me feel my best? What works for me? What doesn't work for me? What satisfies my hunger? What is my body responding best to instead of what does so-and-so say? What is so-and-so teaching? What is so-and-so doing? What happened five years ago or what could I have done? We have to teach ourselves and practice asking and answering the question, what's going on with me? What are my options? What does my body respond best to? What's getting in my way? Those are the four things that I believe strongly you have to master and it has nothing to do with what diet you choose. But if you really want to be free from all of this, these are the skills you have to build. These are the skills that I work with my clients on building. Thinking before you act so that you're not owned and dominated by impulse or emotion. How to live in the middle. How to be a now person instead of a later or a tomorrow or a next week person. And then how to pay attention to your own body. But how do we practice those things in real life? What does that look like? First and foremost, practice can, should, and will look different for every single person. It should. So when I give you ideas, it doesn't mean this is a prescription for how you practice. Your practice is going to depend on your life and your lifestyle and lots of other things, right? What does it look like to practice thinking before you act? And this is a tough one because many people feel like they don't think at all. Like sometimes their worst choices are made completely without thought. And let me say this first. You won't nail it every single time. If you say, I'm going to pause and ask myself a question before I put anything in my mouth, I'm going to tell you this. No, you're not. You might do it most of the time, which is awesome. But if you think you can make a decision to do it every time, you won't. Because that's not how habits are built. We don't go from decision to perfection, to practice in every single situation. I'm not saying don't set that goal. I'm saying manage your expectations. You're not going to do that out of the gate every time. But you've got to start somewhere. So maybe practice for you is defining a couple questions that help you create a pause between 
impulse and action, between action and reaction. I love the Viktor Frankl quote, and I've shared it before on the podcast. He says, between stimulus and response, there is a pause. And in that pause is your power and your freedom. Between stimulus and response, there is a pause. And that pause is everything. It has your power and your freedom. The pause is there whether you are in the habit of capitalizing it or, on it or not. Some people think that there is no pause. No, there is. You just barreled right through it, right? Because you don't instantly go from look at that cookie to cookie in my mouth. There is a pause. You might not be using that pause for thought and consideration and deliberation, but it is still there. So what we want to do is bring more attention to it, but understanding that we don't get perfect attention, perfect pause, perfect capitalization of that pause, on that pause, just because we decided to, right? So for you, starting somewhere, practice, might be identifying a way to pause as often as you think of it, whenever you think of it, like, I'm only going to eat when I'm sitting down. I'm, I'm going to stop eating while I'm standing up, while I'm walking, while I'm driving, right? Or while I'm on social media. I'm only going to eat with full attention when I'm sitting down. Or maybe you'll say, I'm going to ask myself two questions before I eat, like, am I hungry or is it worth it? Or maybe you're going to pay more attention to the emotions you're feeling and you're not going to look to run away from the emotion, but instead ask some questions like, what am I feeling and why? I'll share with you guys one of the ways I practiced this very recently. And that is, and what we're practicing here again is owning your decisions, thinking before you act, not being dominated by emotion, not immediately acting on an impulse, a desire, a temptation, or an idea. So this is one of the things that happened for me recently. I got upset, I got emotional and frustrated, and I didn't react very well. And I didn't catch it in the moment, but part of how I practiced getting better was after the fact, the next day in fact, I wrote out in my journal what contributed to that reaction to the emotions that preceded the reaction. What was I feeling? What did I need? What was I hoping for or searching for or needing in that moment? And I wrote out the answers to all of those things. And then I asked, what did I learn and what can I do differently? What will I do the next time? Now, do I do that every time I get upset? No. Did I do it before I reacted? No. But did I learn? Did I learn something in that exercise? Yeah, I absolutely did. And that is a part of how I practice. That is a part of how I build these skills. But you can't get hung up on the times you forget, on the moments where you don't go through these exercises. The reality is this. The more times you you practice, the more times you ask questions, the more you'll remember to do it. Don't set this expectation that you're going to nail it every time because you're not. The next one, how do you practice living in the middle? This is one that comes up a lot in my fat loss fast track groups. In fact, somebody recently emailed me and said, today was a tough day. I planned this nice fat loss friendly dinner of chicken and veggies, but it was a disaster of a day. And when my spouse texted and said, hey, you want to do pizza? I said, yes. And this is exactly a perfect opportunity of practicing living in the middle. And this can look a lot different depending on your day or who you are or where your starting point is. Living in the middle might be having the pizza, but choosing one slice and a salad instead of three slices and a beer, right? Or it might be like no pizza at all. 
but also not forcing the chicken and veggies that you don't feel like, but asking yourself, all right, so what's a convenient option that's still an improvement on pizza? Maybe it's Chipotle takeout or it's chicken wings or it's Thai and you get meat and veggies or whatever it is. Another way to practice living in the middle is when you don't want to do something like workout. When you're not living in the middle, when you're not practicing living in the middle, when you're on the on or off off way of thinking, it's either I work out or I don't. But living in the middle and practicing this is like, well, what can I do? So I don't want to go do my workout, but maybe I'll go for a walk instead. Or I'll just move a little bit more at home. Or I'll adjust what I'm eating because I'm not going to work out, right? The third thing is being a now person. Being a now person. Breaking the habit of procrastination. Working on not delaying your effort or your work or your goals until tomorrow or Monday or next week or next year. But how do you practice that? And I think this one is simpler and more direct, although not necessarily easier than the others. I think the best way and the most effective way is to practice talking to yourself like you would talk to a toddler. When you notice that internal debate for why you shouldn't do it now or today, why tomorrow or next week or some other time is better, simply practice responding to yourself with no, now. That's it. No judgment, no drama, no big long arguments or philosophical debates. Just no, now. Nope. Whatever it is, now. Another way, and I did this recently within my Fat Loss Fast Track groups or one of my Fat Loss Fast Track groups is to leave nothing unfinished. This is part of how we practice being a now person. If you start the dishes, finish them. Don't come back later to do it later. Don't talk yourself into, well, I'll watch this show. No, finish now. If you start to fold the laundry, finish it. If you start to pay the bills, finish. If you start to clean out your car, finish. This is how you practice being a now person. The last thing we want to practice is learning to pay attention to yourself. Paying way more attention to yourself and your body and what works for you than other people and what's working for them or what they're doing. The fastest, simplest, easiest way to do this, there are some cut and dry ways, keep a journal. Keep a journal. Start paying attention to yourself. What you're thinking, what you ate, why you ate it, what it felt like, if you enjoyed it, what your day was like, how you're feeling. Another way to pay attention to yourself is to start taking pictures. I started initially with just headshots, then I moved on to body shots. Take pictures of yourself. Look in the mirror. Take your measurements. Set goals and assess your progress every week. Do a performance review of you every week. Do a mental health check on you every day. What's going on? Am I stressed? Am I distracted? Am I hurt? Am I lonely? Am I happy? Am I excited? Pay more attention by paying more attention. Whenever you think of it, when you're driving, turn off the radio, turn off the podcast and be like, how am I doing? What's working? What's not working? What do I feel good about? What do I not feel good about? There's so many things that diets teach you that you don't need, like how to follow rules, especially somebody else's rules, how to be more of an all or nothing person, right? More banned foods, more strict restrictions. You don't need that. You need to be focused on, hey, is this building the essential skills I need so that I can leave this behind me once and for all, so that I can achieve my goals, not redo the work over and over, and not feel so consumed by this? Again, if you guys want to get on the weight loss, uh, the weight loss, the, if you want to get on the weight loss, if you want to get on the wait list 
for the winter fat loss fast track, you can get on that wait list uh, over on primalpotential.com underneath the transformation tools tab up at the top. Um, it starts on January 8th. There's also a lot more information about how it works and what, uh, whatever, but it's not about weight loss, although learning these skills in the way that I guide through it one week at a time does result in weight loss, but also in building these skills. One other thing I wanted to mention to you, I think I'm going to begin making transcripts available for the podcast for people who are more visual than auditory learners. Um, so if you're interested in those, just keep checking back on the show notes over in primalpotential.com under the podcast tab in the next couple of weeks. You won't find them there today, but in the next couple of weeks, you will begin to see them. And I think I'm going to go back through past episodes and start making those available as well. So uh, if that is something you would be interested in, just check out primalpotential.com hit the podcast tab. That's where you'll see all of the show notes for every episode and you'll begin to see them showing up over the next few weeks, certainly at the start of the year. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I will talk to you soon. Stay in touch. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.